to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me. I'm at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous. Follow me there because if you want to be on the show, you could just do it really easily and just DM me there. Okay, this is a call-in show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. All the guest voices are changed. Uh, so nobody will know who you are. I change everybody's names as well. If you want to be on the show because you have an interesting, like, you know, secret life that you live or just an interesting life that you want to call in and talk about it, you could either DM me on Instagram or Twitter, or you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you can email me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I also have a confessions line that you could call in and confess anything you want 24 seven. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, call back. The number is 347-420-3579. 347-420-3579. All of the information that I just told you is also in the description today. Oh, and I just want to let you know, I was on a podcast recently. It is the Dr. D Social Network podcast. I talked to the host, Darian Parker. He had all kinds of interesting questions for me. A lot of it is about my show. And, you know, there's like a lot of backstory and interesting stuff on there that you haven't heard before. So if you want to hear my interview, make sure to go check out Dr. D Social Experiment. It's episode 425. Kathy Kay. I'll put a link in the description. I also just did my 500th episode. There's a lot of information about what I'm into sexually on that episode. (laughs) I decided to interview myself and I answered all your questions that you wanted to know. So if you haven't listened to that yet, listen to my 500th episode. It's super interesting. And I actually have a video. You got to join my Patreon to see it. You don't see my face, but you do see my body and my bedroom because that's where I fucking tape. Because I live in New York and I can't tape in my living room. Everyone in my floor would hear me. Anyway, if you want to see anonymous me and all my glory talking with my hands like I do, go check out that on Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. You get so much more than just that video, pictures of all my guests, as well as the guest today, anonymous pics, as well as episodes early and ad free and anonymous confessions. Okay, now let's talk about Diana. She is on the episode this week, the podcast this week. <laughs> She's my guest this week. And her inst- her story is super interesting because it starts off with like her cheating on her husband with, it's like a student's father. I don't know. And the shit they did is a little off the 
chain or off the charts, off the chain. What's the fucking, <laughs> what's the expression? It's pretty crazy. She gets into that experience, that cheating experience with what they did. And then she felt, you know, was very uh, guilty about it. So she told her husband and then he told her, oh yeah, I cheated on you. And we talk all about like their cheating and how they worked through all of that stuff to get to the point where they're at now, which is they have an open relationship. She calls it a poly relationship. They currently don't have relationships with other people, but they're down for it. They're also down for a lot of other things. They had foursomes before they had babies. They go to play parties now and she talks, all you know, she gets into the details about all that kind of kinky stuff they do. They're into BDSM, like I said, play parties. She has hooked up with other people and you know she talks honestly about how her guy felt about that the first time that it was like you know a thing that they did without each other and uh, he wasn't that into it at first and so and we talk like I said a lot about that you know their struggles with opening up their relationship and and she talks about how they have weathered all of that all the little bumps in the road that they've gone through while opening, you know, before they opened it up, after they opened it up, as well as like what she's down for in the future. She's a cuck queen. She loves to see her guy with other women and she's like pushing him towards it. Okay. He hasn't been able to seal the deal because he's a little picky, but she's down for all that. And she talks about that kind of stuff. You know, what she really is looking for, all the kinky stuff she's into. She's a little bit of an exhibitionist. She's got an Instagram account. She talks all about it. So I'm going to be right. Oh, and she sent me some pics of her anonymous pics on my Patreon. If you want to see them, join my Patreon. All that is in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Diana. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Diana. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really good, Diana. So I don't remember where I heard from you. Maybe you left a comment somewhere or something, but you were like, oh... <laughs> I, I don't know you just gave me one little story and I was like yes. I, I was about you being like a teacher and you having an affair I don't know if it was an affair don't tell me yet or a one-time <laughs> thing or a one-time yes. thing with like the father of like triplets who were your students so it wasn't with a student and it wasn't anything you know fucking illegal it was no, your no, student's, absolutely not it was your student's father Correct. Yes, it was. <laughs> now, you also yes. happen to be married, too, correct? Yes, I am. So you not only were cheating with the, like, you know, that guy. Was he married? No, he was not oh, okay. married. So you were cheating yourself on your husband with this guy. Yes, there was, there was, a, there was a lot of background to it. But yes, I had a one-time fling with this father um, that more or less, like, I, my anxiety afterwards, like, ate at me, so I, I talked to my husband the very next day, which that in turn led into a, a very deep conversation with my husband and I. Um, fast forward, that was 2018, fast forward to now, we're now polyamorous. Oh, when was that? Yeah. Um, that whole thing was back in 2018. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. But let's start there because that's kind of interesting, okay. right? So, yeah, you know, yeah. how does, how does the hookup go? Like, how do you wind up 
sleeping with uh, the father of your students. I mean, like every time he came in for parent-teacher conference, there was like chemistry or something or like how did that happen? Well, like, so where I worked, like he was never like directly the parents of one of my students, but like his students were in the classrooms that I was involved in. So I would see him and like, I knew he was single. I knew he had like just gone through a divorce. He was a teacher himself. So during the summers when we would take the kids, like, cause we also ran like a summer camp program. Mm-hmm. He would bring the kids and like, you know, chatting and everything. We, we kind of got to know each other on like a friendly level. And I guess conversations just kind of, they amped up really quickly at one point. And within a couple of days I was, I, I, I was playing with them. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> How did, now, was that going to be like the first time in your marriage that you crossed the line and cheated on your husband or were you cheating with other people before that? So, no, that was the very first time I cheated on my husband. Prior to that, like before we had kids, my husband and I, like we had a four-way with friends of ours. We were like very into BDSM, like very, very kinky people, but I don't know, life life was just kind of in a weird patch for me at that point and i was like you know what we we've talked in the past about being poly we've talked in the past about opening things back up i'm just gonna forge ahead and do it and i did without telling him you know that that's not really the same thing <laughs> yeah i know that's really not the same thing and i <laughs> yeah my, that, that's why i told him because my anxiety like got to me and yeah i had to tell him and i was like okay if this is something that i really want Mm -hmm. Like, I've never been the one to want to be monogamous ever. Uh, I've just kind of always kept that to myself. And I was like, if I want this, if I want my marriage and I need to do this the right way. And I fucked up this one time, but I need to make things better. Right, right. Now, let's start a little bit. Okay, so let's tell me the story about the guy. (laughs) Like, was it a hot experience? Oh, my God. It was so hot. And like, I'm a little embarrassed to say I'm still kind of friends with this guy to to this day on a very, like, restricted boundaries level. Mm-hmm. But one of the things he does is work with metal. So he he had made a pair of, like, medieval-looking handcuffs. Mm-hmm. And he had messaged me a picture of them, and he's like, oh, do you like these? I'm like, oh, of course I like those. Like, those are freaking gorgeous. Like, I'm an artist and an element myself so like aside from wanting to be put in them I was like that's just amazing work mm-hmm. and and it, so he had told me uh he's like well that's good because by the end of the night I'm gonna have you in a pair of the, in them and on your knees so you know I I was just gushing at that I was so well of course so I went to his house his his kids were home they were with his wife he he had his own house he's very active in the like local kink community to where where he lives and so he was like negotiating a scene with me he's like what are you open to doing what are you looking to get out of this and like we we kind of had our like verbal breakdown of what what he was into what he wanted what I wanted and so we're like okay well let's go to the basement let's go play it started with just both of us getting completely undressed. He has a massage table in his basement. So massaged him down, followed his instructions because I, I was super new at it. I was like, I need to give you a good massage. But <laughs> God, it was so good. <laughs> 
Massage in Denver for a while, we played a bit on the table, and then he's like, okay, well, you had your fun with me, now I'm going to have my fun with you. In his basement, he had like a drop ceiling, and he revealed, like he pushed up one of the panels and revealed like a restraint system he had. Oh my goodness, that was a good hiding oh, spot. Right? Such a good hiding spot. So he, he brought it down and he's like, I'm going to strap you in this. And he gave me like all the safe words and everything. And he goes, no matter what you do, no matter what I do, I want you to keep these in you. And he put in a pair of like Benoit balls in me. Oh, Benoit balls. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how like, are he, those? He, what, he, what the fuck? Well, I've never had those before. Are they good? They, they, they are so much fun, honestly. It's like you're into like experiencing different like sensory things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They are so much fun. Yeah. So he put them in me and he's playing with me and he's don't let them drop. So I'm just like holding them in there as tightly as I can. And I like he plays with me. I don't realize he's coming out of the scene and he puts his fingers up there to try and get them out. And I still think he's playing. And I'm like holding them as tightly as I can. And he never tells me to release them. So I'm like, okay, he's playing. He's still trying to get them. He's just making sure I keep them in there. And then like he fists me. Oh, wow. Was that a first time for you? Or had, because you said you were kinky with your husband before. Yeah, yeah. I was kinky. I'm kinky with my husband. But I, I, I like the idea of stretching, but I was honestly scared. I, to this day, I still don't know how much of his hand he got inside me, but he got the balls out. We'll just say he got those balls out. And <laughs> I was like, no, it was painful. And I'm like, I'm just like talking to him, talking through it. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot. This is a lot. And I'm like, he's talking to me. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you sure you want to continue? No, that was a lot for you. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I look down. And I literally have blood dripping down my leg. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thankfully, there was a yoga mat under the, uh, underneath me because he had white carpeting. But, yeah, it was awful. So I was still determined. I'm like, this man has not come yet. I'm going to push through this. You're a team player. <laughs> I really am a team player. And I was like, this is my first time not, like, going out of the bounds with from my husband. Like, I'm here for a reason. I'm doing it. I got it. So he's like, are you sure you want to continue? I know you're bleeding. Like, we can stop right now. It's totally fine. I'm like, no, no, I am here for this. I'm here for this. He's like, okay, fine. Here we go. Puts me on my knees, puts me in those handcuffs, and I finish them off. Hey, guys, I have some good news for you, okay? (laughs) I always felt bad for guys because I was like, there's not really any fun sex toys out there for you. But there is one out there now, and it's called the Tenuto 2 by Mystery Vibe. The Tenuto 2 is an award-winning, flexible, wearable vibrator designed for men with women in mind. That's because there are four perfectly placed motors, so it not only vibrates you in all the right places, it's also going to vibrate your girl at the same time. There are also eight preset vibes, 16 intensities, and there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. The Tenuto 2 is also perfect for solo play. You want a mind-blowing, hands-free orgasm? (laughs) Who doesn't, okay? Get yourself a Tenuto, and today you're going to get 15% off when you use my code STRICTLY15. 
at mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly15 at mysteryvibe.com for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Are you typically a sub because you said you and your husband did some BDSM before? Yeah, I I call myself a switch, but I find myself very much more of a, in a sub role. Mm-hmm. It's just honestly, historically been more natural for me. As I'm getting o- a little bit older, I'm finding myself a little bit more wanting to be a bit more toppy, a bit more of a dominatrix. But yes, I do go sub very easily. So now you have this whole experience with this guy. When you're done, do you feel like I said, you said you felt like super anxious and stuff. And then you told your husband right the next day. Yes. Cause like it was while it was an experience that yes, I bled. It was such a fun experience for me that I was like, I need more of this. I feel safe with this person. I want to explore more with them. And so I was like, Hey, Like, my husband and I had a whole conversation that evening. I was like, I want to explore this. This is really something I'm into. It was a hard conversation for him. In that conversation, he revealed to me that two years prior, he, while I was pregnant with our second child, he had had an affair. In my brain, I was like, okay, so monogamy really is off the table. I went through very angry face with him uh-huh yeah no but like, just what was what did he specifically tell you because an affair how long did that affair last so that affair actually had taken place while we were still living in the state of rhode island just prior to giving birth to my daughter we had moved from rhode island to michigan and actually caught him this woman had messaged him and I was like, what is this? What is this all about? And he was able to lie his way through it. And I believed him. So when we moved to Michigan, she was secretly one of his reasons why he was so eager to move. He wanted to end things with her and she was going through some mental health things. Oh, he wasn't moving towards her. He wanted to move the fuck away from her because she was going to bust up his scene. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was was feeling extremely guilty over his affair. Yeah. Like, he he wanted to end it. Like, he already had a kid. He already had a kid on the way. We had a lot of stuff going on. So we were like, okay, we're moving to Michigan. We moved to Michigan. I have the kid. And I start the job teaching, and that's where I meet Dad. 
But how long though was he banging that woman behind your back? Did he to cop to how long it was? It was a couple months. Okay. So now when he tells you you're slightly devastated because you feel like this was more of a betrayal because it was when you were pregnant and he was dating. Yeah. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. I had literally caught him and he lied his way through it. Like he looked you in the face and told you massive lies. And here you are telling him like the next day, this is what I did. Yes. We had played in the past. I feel like if he had told me that she was someone that he was interested in playing with, yeah, I would have been completely fine with it. Okay, you have physical needs. I'm not really able to meet them right now. I'm pregnant. You have your own stuff going on. Whatever. That would have been fine. But the fact like he did it the way he did was like, okay, I was a good wife to you up until the affair. After that point, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. Just feel it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because it's interesting because you guys are like in a happy place now. I was just thinking while you're telling me this oh, sad part yes. of the story yes, that absolutely. you guys are so past it in a happy place. So at least we know this, how you guys do work through it. But it's oh, interesting yes. that it's... there's still some feelings attached to that time. And I could totally understand it. I could understand that. Yeah, it was a terrible emotional time for us. But I will say in meeting the teacher, he introduced me to a lot of other kinky people in the community where we live in Michigan. So I started making more friends in the community and I started reading books like The Ethical Sluts, Opening Up, More Than Two. So I I really took like the educated approach of if this is something I want for my marriage, I need to do it ethically and not fuck things up and what was his way of getting out of what he did what was his reason if I was talking to him what what was going on with him at that time that made him do something that was so I would assume out of character for him and have an affair he still won't talk to me about that what do you mean we've tried having conversations in the past and I always feel like it was because physically I wasn't looking the way he found yeah, me yeah, you're pregnant. Like, Maybe he's not into pregnant yeah, chicks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. he was 100% not into pregnant chicks. I was hoping <laughs> he wouldn't fuck me. Yeah, yeah some guys are weirded out by that because there's a baby. There's a lot of different, some guys love it. Yes. You know, everybody's different. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So he wouldn't fuck me. And I was like, all right. So I wasn't fucking you. I was doing everything else. I'm a good mom. I'm a, I provide everything else for you, but I just wasn't fucking is that what it was for you? And he's like, no, that's not what it is. And it hurts that you make it come to that level. But he never No, actually, you. I'm sorry. But yeah. if I was your friend, that would be the best level that it would be. Because then it was just a fucking fuck. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But that's no- what it, that level could be a very sort of logical level about why someone would do that. Because he still had needs, right? That needed to be met. But he, for some yeah. reason, he couldn't do that. So he just had to get sex someplace because he couldn't get it from you because whatever was going on with him, like his own issues with exactly. things. Right? Exactly. So he never really yeah, explained I, it or he just maybe doesn't he, understand it himself. Yeah. He's working through a lot of stuff in his own mental well-being for himself. So in time, maybe I'll find out. Maybe I'll, I won't, but it's the past now. Not really. Listen, you guys are still together, but the fact that you, when you talk about it now, I'm just going to say that it still brings up some sadness in you, which is totally normal. Like I said, means there might be stuff in there that still need, that you still need to work on. So I would suggest always 
trying to get to his truth and maybe that will help. Yeah, I completely agree. We're both going to counseling. Finances are crazy right now, but we are both working on our own our own shit to work out why we've done what we've done in the past to be better for each other. But you, so you only had that one time that you cheated on. We're going to get quickly to the good stuff because maybe I'm bringing yes, everyone down. Yes, but yes. this stuff, you can't just like, I don't know. It's a part of your story and it's a big part I, because. Oh, it's huge. You know, how is a couple that had a very big bump in the road that it seems like you guys haven't yet got over it and you're in counseling for things and you're still working out your stuff, but yet you have this, I'm assuming, would you say it's a healthy, open marriage at this point? Oh my gosh healthiest it's been ever okay that's good that's like a good sort of starting point from where you guys it were really, really it really is I've learned to be so much more transparent with my feelings with my emotions and actually being an active listener yeah with what he has to say and like we are so much healthier than we were in the past and so you feel Okay, so you have that conversation. He cops to cheating on you too. Now, if I were talking to him, would he say the same thing? Like he was very devastated that you had fucked that guy the night before and had this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. It's it honestly, it's it tweaked with his mental comfort with me exploring guys going forward after that. Honestly, I would assume that both of the trust, yeah. like trust for you guys, was like out the window on both sides. Oh, 100% for a very long time. So now when did the conversation come up? Listen, we can't have this monogamy is obviously not working. When did um, you start opening yourself up? It was honestly in that, like, when I initially brought it to him of, hey, I had this thing. I have not had any other hookups with other guys. That being said, I am on Tinder. I do have a naughty Instagram account that I have where I talk to people, I'm flirty with people, I'm still getting out sexual energy, but I'm not actually doing anything with people. My Is that where Taylor, I found you? Is that your naughty yeah, Instagram you text message me, right? Yeah. Or you found me. And yes, then... <laughs> yes. I listened to your show for years and I've just never had the balls to call in. Okay. Uh huh. So, so I'm just like, okay, time to Annie up, girl. Let's get this going. Yeah. But, um, so wait, now, when you guys, are you guys like... You have this open relationship since this cheating went down. You had a hookup. Your guy has tried to have hookups, but he can't. Now, when you got home after you fucked that one guy, you got in the house. Was there a lot of conversation like in a negative way about what it was like? He's not into it as far as it being hot in any way, shape or form. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Which honestly breaks my heart. Like, I wish he was like a cuckold or something like that. But. It totally broke his heart. It was really hard for him, but I was like, you knew what I was doing. You knew what I was going for. I was hiding nothing from you. If you were were really not okay with me doing any of it, you need to have said something to me beforehand. Yeah, but that is, you might still have some bitterness for the fact that he cheated on you back in the day. That Because in that situation, I think that in these kinds of very open relationships, especially in the beginning when you're opening them up to tell somebody like a lot of times someone doesn't know how they're going to feel. They might think they're totally fine with it and then they're not. So to tell someone like you should have said something before, how could he have said something before? He didn't know. You know what I mean? So you don't want to shut him down like that. I completely agree. It took me some time to have some time for self-reflection. And I'm like, girl, like you've read the books. There's always going to be issues the first time 
to step out of the marriage in a poly situation was going to be an issue we were prepared for this so it was a hard bit of time for conversations and everything but yeah and I think that listen if someone feels like their feelings are being I don't know what the right word would be like protected and valued from the other person he needs to know that his feelings come first but it, it you sound a little bit like no I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and you're gonna have no. to be okay with it do you understand I'm coming across that way. I'm sharing my side of it. There, there's also the like, I'm speaking out of an angry tone because I'm so frustrated thinking about the affair. But that's what I mean. So I think <laughs> like there's a little tinge of you're not totally on the team together. And that that's a problem. Like you need I know, to I, fix I, that. I completely agree. Because he could start having an affair on you again. I completely agree. I have had history of being really shitty and doing things <laughs> in <laughs> shitty ways. More I, and more. I, oh my God. The peel back these layers. I'm completely like, I admit to it. <laughs> I understand that I've been shitty in, in ways. But is it all from because you're still like angry about that thing or were no, you just no, a it's, shitty it's, person? It's really, oh God, no, not at all. I am an incredibly kinky person and yeah. like the kinkiness predates anything of course that and, like and you were kinky with him and you were kinky with Absolutely. him like what about that fucking foursome you guys had tell me about that oh my god oh my god that was amazing so it was a couple that we had met from church <laughs> always the ones <laughs> of course that's, that's the best couples i met the couple from church very similar like they had at that point in time they had only been married for about a year we had already been married for a year ourselves and we had actually gone to a church service together one Sunday and leaving church. We all kind of like the conversation just kind of evolved. So, like, you know what? Like, what if we all just hooked up together? That turned into like the wife and I, we had a little play session together. Just her and I, we'd gone to a toy store in Providence, Rhode Island, did some shopping together, had some fun. There was a lot of like hangouts at their house where there was like watching movies and heavy petting and it, which led up to eventually having the foursome together. Her parents had gone out of town. Her dad was also like the priest of the church that they went to. So her parents were out of town. Her sister was out of the country on a trip. So we're like, let's fuck. We're fucking at your mom's house or your parents' house. They have a really big in-ground pool. We were all skinny dipping for a while, and then we went into the house, into, I guess, like a little, like, lounge area. The wives, we dressed up in, like, French maid costumes and just had fun servicing the guys. And I remember one point eating the wife out while the husband fucked me, and my husband watched the entire thing. Like, oh, my God, it was so much fun. And then that... That those kinds of things happened numerous times in your relationship before the that, babies? That, that, that was the one time thing before the babies. I actually got pregnant a little bit after that. Like we, the wife actually threw me a baby shower. Like we're, her and I are so incredibly close. She's actually going through a divorce right now. The husband's tried like hitting up my like DMs and I'm like, dude, back away. I love your wife. Just fuck off. Yeah. I actually still have like, a, like an open invitation with the wife if you want to you can just come come to rhode island and you 
we can have some fun together, which my husband's completely on board for. He loves the idea, loves that for me. Yeah. But like, yeah, currently where we're at now, like I, I talk to people online. I talk, I'm trying to find someone that I connect with at a deeper level, but I'm also like telling my husband the entire time, Hey, I'm talking to this person. Have you met anyone yet? He, oh my God. He actually does. I forgot this. He does have someone who I am convinced that he works with wants to hook up with him. We, we had actually, we were invited to her house for Memorial Day, like a, for a cookout. She gave us a, she's married, her and her husband. I, I don't know for sure, but I think they're like. Open or they're whatever. Swingers. Yeah. They're, they're open. Whatever their situation is, they're open. But she was giving us a full tour of her house. She showed off a fuck chair that she has in her like walk-in closet showing it to my husband and I'm just like yes John this is what you need you need an older woman to just fuck you did you tell him that (gasps) I've told him so many times like I tell him all the time I'm like dude you have such a hot body like I'm always trying to like amp him up to be like dude you're hot that girl she was flirting with you that that woman that you work with she wants you and he's I think I think he's just so tuned into his work life and like day-to-day life that he just doesn't pay attention to it so where if like he if he were looking outside of tinder for people because he really doesn't look on tinder because he's given that up but if you were actually like looking at other people and the way they interact with him he'd see there's so many more people that are into him than he realizes and now <laughs> how's your sex life with your husband oh my god it's amazing no we we are still incredibly kinky with each other he actually built us a bed a few years ago with like equestrian grade restraints onto it we go to play we've gone to play parties together like since finding out about all the affairs like him and i have gone to play parties together what are play parties what goes down there this party was a non party so like the theme of the party was back to school so i wore a mini skirt thigh highs a really cute pair of heels no top one of the and there's just like different areas where that you can go to to do a scene there's a room where you can do like a saint andrew's cross scene a flogging scene like electrical sort of play like anything you really want whatever your flavor is you, you could just Go and try it as long as it wasn't. So we went to a party together. Actually, we went with the couple that I played with the husband. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This was prior to playing with him. Like we all went together as a couple to this party together. Like we went out to dinner. We went to the party. Oh my God. There, There was one point in the evening where like I'm being tied up by my husband on the floor just in rope because we're also into rope bondage my husband's tying me up we're in our own scene and then I happen to look across the room and the wife of the couple that we went with like she had him tied up because like between their dynamic he's more submissive with her oh my god it was so hot to watch them I'm really big into watching people like do stuff like oh it's so hot to me (laughs) it's so hot but then like after we did that my husband and I did a scene he put me on the St. Andrew's cross and was fogging me and oh just all sorts of naughty talk it was a great he then took me off of that put me on this 
like bench thing. I don't even know what they're called, but it's like a paddling bench where like you're strapped in, your ass is exposed, and he just went to time spank me. Mind you, there's 50 people in this room, a lot who have already become like relatively good friends with in the community, so they're just watching me get flogged. Or do you have a little bit as do you have a little bit of do you think of like being a little bit of an exhibitionist too that you dig that everyone's watching? Oh my god, I get I love it. That's Mm -hmm. why I have the Instagram. I'm such an exhibitionist. I'm I'm sorry. Does your husband like that aspect of it at all? He likes the aspect that I like it and he likes topping me in those scenes to Mm -hmm. give me the pleasure that I'm looking for in those scenes. He loves that. I just wonder if your husband's having fun in this scenario. <laughs> he is we, with all that I, stuff in the whole, like you consider yourself like in a poly relationship. Yeah. No, he, we, I'm purposely not talking about the things that we do sexually for him. Cause that's like its whole own ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Okay. But I am fully, I'm fully on board with, he is incredibly kinky himself. Yeah. But I just don't want to share his kinky stuff because, He's an incredibly private person. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But, but have you ever tried to bring, have, have you ever tried to play together? What, if he had his cake and what is he looking for in this open relationship? I get what you are. You want the freedom to go fuck guys, have relationships with them, get close with them. That's what you said. What is mm-hmm. he looking for? If he hasn't even wound up, he can't he, even get into this coworker. No, that's he, so obvious. He, he literally, he wants the same thing. I don't know that he's necessarily into the coworker as much oh, as I want right. him to be into the coworker. I get it. But no, like he wants the same thing that I want. He wants to be able to make the friendship connections. He wants to be able to play with people. But he's just incredibly shy. So he's having a little bit harder time. Now, yeah. have you guys, are there any guys in your radar right now? that you might be hooking up with again? And do you think your husband's going to be okay with that? There's literally a couple that I started talking to last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a married couple. They play together. And my husband is actually really like open and excited at the thought of playing with them too. Right. Yeah, maybe that's more his speed. Listen, I think yeah. everybody has different things. Some guys are super turned on by their. It sounds like you would be like the perfect hot wife. Like you love to be on <laughs> display. And a lot of times yes, like cock loves that. And you're on Instagram getting all that attention and you like that. But your husband, it's not really his thing. But it sounds like no. he likes to play with you and he's super kinky. Yes. He likes showing me off as well. He actually had this is going like really old school. Remember when Tumblr like actually used to be dirty? Not really, but people used to talk about it. I never knew that was a thing, but it was a big thing. Okay. It was a big thing. Yes, it, it, it was a big thing. My husband and I were both, we both had really big followings on Tumblr. On Tumblr and he would share pictures of me on there. Mm-hmm. So he totally likes the idea of like other people looking at me. I just don't know that he is comfortable or will be comfortable with, I'm starting over myself. He is okay with the idea of me having something with a guy or a girl. He just needs to feel comfortable for himself that it's not like an insecurity thing where I'm just looking for a guy with a bigger dick or I'm looking for a guy who like checks whatever box that he doesn't. Cause honestly, for me, he checks every fucking box possible. 
I'm just incredibly kinky and I want to have all the kinky experiences I can. Yeah, and he is too. So when he's looking yes. for that, he just, it's been a little bit harder for him. But you also yes. do say when you get into the whole poly world, it's not just about like swingers and just fucking other people. It is like having actual relationships and you can fall exactly. in love with other people. Exactly. He's cool with that as well. He is totally cool with that. He actually prefers that over because I feel like once you get to, once you get to know someone, you like your comfort level is so much higher. Like for me, if I, I say I'm open to playing and, I, and that I'm into BDSM, I'm not looking to jump into anything like kinky with someone that I just meet. That's got to be something that's built over time. Like I've been with my husband for 16 years. We've got that built. Do I like the idea of having that with someone else? Sure. But it's going to take some time. I think we're both just trying to figure out like, yes, Open relationship is great for us. We aren't so set into what it has to like look like with any particular person. Cause like, I don't like the idea of pigeonholing a relationship. I want to just let it evolve as it like naturally happens. So if say with one person, they're into a, a group thing. Cool. That's something I'll explore with them and my husband. If it's something that like my husband wants to be into because we've also had the situations where like I was into a couple but and I wanted to pursue something further with them but he was like no I'm not the wife doesn't there's just the wife's not into it or I'm not into her or so, what have you and I just I won't go further for him because I, he's not I, I trust yeah because he's not into it how do you think you'll feel like do you think that you'll be like turned on by him being with another woman do you think you have that going I, we actually have that dirty talk, like in the bedroom while we're fucking, like mm -hmm. each other. Of, I love the idea of topping another female, like topping another female and my husband at the same time. Which, like I said, I never taught my husband. Like, I, okay, I do taught my husband. It's just not as often. Yeah, I love the idea of topping a female into giving my husband oral sex, and then topping my husband into bring her. Like, that is mind-boggling to me. Like, you want to direct that scene. You want to be the yeah, one wanna, making them do everything. The, yes, I want to direct the scene. I want to be in it. I want to tell her like, how to make him come. Oh, I just want to do all the things to please him. And, like, in turn, please myself by doing that. Right. That would turn you on. And but So much. He, and so, how come you guys can't find these fucking situations? Because we're picky as fuck. That's okay. You know, that's cool. I mean, you, and it's yeah. not, listen, it's not like you have been together 16 years, but you haven't had an open relationship for 16 years. It is still a little yeah. new. And with COVID, that yes. weirdo time period we've been yeah, through, it yeah. slowed everything down. For sure. My husband all, like often jokes, like, I really was trying to make 2020 my year to get out and meet people and start dating harder, but fucking 2020, like, we couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so, like, now we're in a place, like... We've moved from Michigan where he's got a new job. It's a new house, like new mental energy for him, for myself, for all of us. And he's just, I'm not going to let myself get into the old habits that we've had in the past of just like negative self-behavior sort of things. His, one of his parents lives with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that adds a little bit of trickiness to like our fun dynamic. Yeah, I can imagine. And you have kids. <laughs> and we have kids and we have professional lives. 
and like all so, of our family is all, all, literally all of our family is like in a completely different state so when there's family emergencies which there's been a lot of them this year like we've had to travel for them let me ask you this what do people see on your instagram what is on your Instagram? What do you post on there? What kind of DMs and what kind of action goes down over there? Oh, my God. So on my Instagram, it's mostly just like very teasing pictures. Like when I go work out, if I'm in the locker room by myself, like I'll take a naughty picture, but it'll just be a teasing picture. Or if I'm working out in my bedroom and I'm doing yoga or something like that, I'll turn the camera or I'll pose myself with a camera so that you can't see my face but you can still see like my body and my curves and my shape like that's all teasing for me yeah yeah you'll send me in some pics for my patreon absolutely absolutely yeah that's great and so now I really just hope that while you guys are looking you still like you talk through things yeah we honestly like that's all you do <laughs> Oh, really? All we do. Yeah, that's good. At this point, we're just talking through all of our emotions, getting all of the big stuff, like, taken care of, because I do hear what he says. I do care about his emotions. I'm not looking to hurt him. I know I have hurt him in the past, as he has done with me, and we're just done with that garbage. We're trying to be better for each other. I think that, listen, you both cheated at the end of the day. You both did. So, you know, you both... And you both still might have a little anger or something about that with each other that you'd be smart to try to work through that. Because oh, yeah. if he could, it's, pro- listen, a lot of times men really don't know why they did something. It's not like they're not admitting it. Like they, sometimes they're not as in touch with that kind of stuff as we are as women. Oh, so we sure. think they're fucking lying and stuff, but it really that's not the case. Like he might not know why he cheated. He might not be able to put it together ever for you. But you sh- you have to work through like forgiving him or understanding it and moving on so that there isn't this little bit of a thing where you're a yeah, little sure. not compassionate with him for his feelings with what's taking place now because of that. Because you guys are having your cake and eating it too. And you, now you have this open relationship and I think it needs to if ever a time to really be considerate of the other person and their feeling to make this successful, I think that's like the most important thing. He has to trust and know that if something bothers him, he could say, you know what? I don't like this now. And it doesn't matter that two seconds ago, he said he, it it didn't bother him. You know what I mean? He like, yeah, yeah. I definitely like in that conversation I had with him, I understood like his emotions could change as mine do. And he, one thing that he brought up to me he was like you're allowed to have your emotions when they they change the next same for me I'm like you know what you're completely right I'm sorry like yeah here you are one minute talking about a force and the next minute you're crying that he cheated on you four years ago so everybody has feelings (laughs) yeah that's you know exactly you're no different and I think though like the the trust and you guys are into BDSM that's all about trust and boundaries and communication so you have all that going on I wonder where you guys will be five years from now I hope your guy winds up getting a little action too I'm hopeful for him like he my god his tongue skills are fucking amazing I just need to share them with someone else Like someone else needs to enjoy these skills too.
Yeah, and I feel like you'll be very different than your guy. Like you said, like you'll be down and you'll be into it. If he drives two hours to go fuck, are you going to be flipping out or are you just going to be home horny waiting for him? Not in the least. Like he's actually gone out like he's gone out with dates too with people and it like just it fizzles up. So he has gone on dates with people. I've been super excited for him like while he goes on the dates. I don't know if you're familiar with the term compersion. Yeah, I heard it recently. Yes. It's so like, like jealousy, I, but not, or like well, it's well, good jealousy. Well, it's, it's like we're happy for like your partner's happiness. Instead of but, thinking about your own. Yes. I mean, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So instead of worrying, focusing on your own emotions, like you're just happy that your partner's happy. Yeah. And that makes you happy. Yeah. So like. Having the ex- excitement and the newness of him going out on a date with someone, I was like, oh, my God, what'd you guys do? Where'd you guys go? Like, this particular one, like, um, they had just gone to, I don't know, somewhere to get, like, sandwiches and then played video games. Like, total, like, just a friendship thing to go with, to start off. They fizzled out. But, no, I love it for him. I love getting to hear what he does with other people and adventures with others. Listen, it's not like you guys are just have this vanilla life at home and you're going and get to fuck other guys. You guys are still, like like you said, super kinky with each other. You go to play parties. You're like trying to hit up other couples. You do this stuff with each other. Right. So it's not like right. he's it's, lacking it's like, in variety and it's stuff. Not in the least. I think right now, like, it's just the fact that, like, we're in a new area. We don't really know anyone. We're trying to meet new people. The community that we had previous to where we're at now, like, they're several hours away. So if we wanted to have something with them, because we do still have friendships back in Michigan, but, like, if we wanted to have something with them, we still could. Yeah. That's still on the table, but now we're just in a new area of meeting new people again, trying to reestablish friendships again, which for us, again, it's like, we want the friendship before we want the play. So it's a process. Yeah, no. And that, and like for, and if you could have everything you wanted five years from now, what would that look like? Would you have another partner and your husband too? What do you want? Yes. I'm not like that kind of a poly situation. Honestly, I think it'd be really cool to have, for us to have our own partners. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Or even just having another couple that is like our other couple that we go to and just have fun with yeah that'd be totally cool for me too male female really doesn't matter for me i just want someone who's really cool to hang out with could go kayaking and is also fucking kinky as hell that's what i'm looking for (laughs) and you like to play together and separate yes you're into both yes yeah i think (laughs) if you guys are on the right place looking you'll eventually get me how old are you guys around um, don't you don't uh, tell me exact I'm, age like we're, 30s we're in, 40s like, yeah we're in our 30s okay we have so much like ahead of us i can only imagine that the kinky adventures we're going to be getting into yeah you're just at <laughs> the mean, start yeah you know, the other day we went to the movies and i was like i'm dressing up i wore no bra no underwear and like this like mini skirt with a sheer overlay on top of it for my husband just to say hey i'm teasing you in public what's here we end up having fun afterwards, after the movies, of course. But yeah, we're always doing like playful things with each other like that, or like 
messaging each other like dirty sex games to play together like throughout our day of send me a picture we're we're a pair of like anal uh, butt plug today or something like that we're always doing kinky stuff like that together yeah that's great because listen a lot of times babies come into the picture and a woman loses herself in her sexuality or she gets so involved in that kind of stuff that the intimate relationship falls by the wayside. It's great that you guys are still, you like almost came into your own and discovered this whole other part of you where you like being out in public and looking and being able to do that on Instagram and everything now introduces a whole new level of hotness to your relationship. Oh, it seriously does. He is also like the main source of where my doing, my love of doing things in public came from. Oh, he's into it. Yeah. Oh, he was my first boyfriend. So, like, when we were teenagers, like, that's just what we had to do. Like, we would just go right. sneak around, yeah. go parking somewhere. So that's just ingrained in me at this point of that's just fun, like, to be sneaky, of, like, going naughty places, showing a little bit more boobs than I probably should in the movies or something like that. Like, I love that. So, listen, why don't you give out your Instagram if you want? I don't know if you're yeah, here yeah, for yeah. that. I didn't even think of that. I forget <laughs> what it is. Give I'm, it. You... It's a uh, Lady Diana Waters mm-hmm. on Instagram. And you'll send in a couple pics for my Patreon so that people could see you there as well. Of course, uh, anonymous. You're anonymous. I'm of assuming. Of course. Oh, yes, I'm anonymous. All my pictures on Instagram are anonymous, so I can definitely send you one too. So it's Lady Diana. La- Lady Diana. Waters, W-A-T-E-R-S? Yes. Okay. So I could, I can't really link sometimes on YouTube, I get in trouble, but <laughs> I'll put that there and people could go check you out on there. It's all, you're That's anonymous, fine. right? Yes. There, there is an underscore. So Lady Diana underscore Waters. Okay. But yeah, you can check me out on there. It's, it's all anonymous. Sexy pics. People will see it. They're going to check you oh, out. This oh. is like, I hope I didn't ruin this episode by focusing on all the emotional stuff (laughs) no you're totally fine that's part of my story yeah it's interesting because like I said I always have the opposite story on most of the time it's it it has been successful and I think a lot of people wonder like how can it be and I think your guys experience is very messy and bumpy but it's very real life yeah it's very real life it's messy but I feel for the outcome, it's going to be so fulfilling if we can get to that point. If we can't together, okay. But I, I think him and I have a very kinky adventure story together in the future. That's what you're hoping for yeah. and you're keeping the lines oh, of communication open. And for sure, for that's sure. what it's all about. And sure. you'll I I have a feeling you'll do a part two when your husband finds someone you have some more experience. Come on, because I feel like we just tipped it's like the tip of the iceberg with you. I completely agree. I completely agree. There's so many stories that I didn't share with my husband and I. Okay. So yeah. So have some a couple more experiences and then let's touch base like when maybe your husband gets a girlfriend or you wind up meeting that couple here and then see where you guys are navigating. Because I think that's always I interesting that to idea. see a story how it unfolds. This is where you guys are at now. And it's super interesting. I will give out your Instagram in the description and send me those pics. And thanks so much for calling in and good luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bye, Diana. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.